Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday to you all, July 24th. Just turned off the turned off the music a little too abruptly there. I apologize. Okay, July 20 <laughs> July 20. Welcome to Monday, July 24th, 2023. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. I've got a nice show for you this morning. We're going to talk about professional learning communities. As you all know, I work a lot with Discovery, good friends, Discovery Education, and they have a terrific professional learning community. Okay, and Krilly is here. She's their senior manager of community engagement. We're going to talk about the how and the why and the where and all that sort of thing of the Discovery Education Network, which is their uh, particular um, uh, learning community. And also with Becky Plotkin. Becky is an AP teacher down at the Pine Lake Preparatory School in North Carolina. We'll find out a little more about that as we talk there. She's also the instructional uh, technology specialist at Pine Lake Prep. And we're going to talk to her about why she joined, why she, why she wanted to be part of a, a, a learning community, all right, and, and how it works for her, et cetera. So it's going to be a really nice show. I'm looking forward to talking to these two wonderful ladies. We're going to archive the show, as you all know, over at ace-ed.org, ace-ed.org, home website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. And everything over there is free for educators Okay, our magazine, Equity and Access, just click on the cover. It's a good issue. All right, all our podcasts are there. We'll archive this one over there as well. They're, they're Just pick through and listen to what you want to listen to. A ton of information and also our Excellence in Equity Awards program for those who participate in pre-K-12 education. It's free for educators. Everything we do over there is free for educators. It's all industry supported. So please please go over there, check it all out, and enjoy yourself. It's really a good website, thanks to the one and only Maya Appleby, who is the uh, publisher of our magazine and our production director for for the company. If you want to get in touch with me, don't hesitate. Send me an email at Larry at ace-ed.org, Larry at ace-ed.org. And amazingly, you'll be amazed. I will answer you. Okay, if you have any ideas for podcasts, if you want to comment about something we ever say, Larry at ace-ed.org. And enough of me blabbing here up here in Maine. I think we're going to go to Virginia, North Carolina. Anne, are you in Virginia? Where are you? Where are you, Anne? I am. Hey, Larry, I'm in Kentucky. Kentucky. Eh, close enough. I've tried. Where are you in Kentucky? Um, I'm actually in northern Kentucky, so I'm just across the river from Cincinnati, Ohio. Ah, then that would be Covington. Am I correct? Yes, you are. Good job. <laughs> that, and everybody, that's why you fly into Cincinnati. You actually fly into CVG. All right, Covington, Kentucky. It. There you go. I've done it. Okay, great city, by the way. Okay, Cincinnati. Yes. And I assume I've only driven from the airport, but I assume Covington is too. And it's great to have you here this morning. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. And we're going to swing over and say good morning to Ms. Becky Plotkin. Good morning, Becky. Good morning, Larry. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. Okay, on a Monday in the summer, it is appreciated. Okay, and I want to go over just a little bit. Where is Pine Lake Prep, your school? Just tell us, brag a little bit. Tell us about that. Well, we are a K-12 school. We're one campus. We're just north of Charlotte in Mooresville, North Carolina. Oh, sure. Um, and I know Mooresville. So it's a small community, and it's yeah. just an amazing yeah. place to teach and work and have my kids. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And what what grade do you teach? Or maybe maybe you're everything. 
Well, I kind I, of have a I little bit of I assume it's not a one-room schoolhouse, and you're you're not that really everything. Tell us what you teach. <laughs> so um, currently, I'm teaching AP psychology, AP research, and economics. It's such a mix that it's amazing. It's wow. mostly juniors and seniors. Wow, economics. That's hard. That's, that's hard. You're still using Paul Samuelson. I'm, I'm showing my age right there. Okay. When, when, I, when, I, when I was in school during, during the Roman Empire, okay, everybody in economics used Paul Samuelson's book. Okay. They don't, I don't think they do it anymore. Okay. What can I tell you? Wow, economics. I'm impressed. I used to teach social studies, but I always refused an economics class to teach because I was not good at it at all. So, wow. I'm, I'm impressed. And you're also the, I have a note here, you're the instructional technology specialist as well. That's actually how I started at Pinelight, because as a, as a technology specialist, and I still kind of run the platforms of Canvas and Discovery Ed and all of those technology tools and organize some professional development for teachers. It's a small school, so everybody does nine different tasks of and course. jobs at the same time. How many kids? How many kids go there? K-12, there's about 1850. Oh, that, I, I was thought you were going to say even less. I think that's terrific. <laughs> I yeah. think that's terrific. That's not that small. That's pretty good. I got to tell you, that's nice. So most of the kids. Here's an interesting question: Do most of the kids who start there go K twelve? Do they go through twelve years, or do a lot of them leave at some point? I'm just curious. I go to yeah, different schools. I think we run about a seventy to eighty percent retention rate K twelve. That's pretty good. That's pretty mm-hmm. darn good. Must be a good place. Okay, Pine it, Lake it Prep. Is. Mooresville, North Carolina. I love it. Becky Plotkin's here. This is great. Um, Becky, okay, you've introduced yourself. Okay, where you are, I have to ask the question, how hot is it down there? I'm up here in Maine, and we've had a pretty easy-going summer, all right? And uh, But I know it's hot down south. How are we doing in North Carolina? I never hear much about North Carolina these days. What's the weather? Well, this year's not been as bad as in the past. I think yesterday we were That's at about good. 90 but it's not the it's it's okay. not the temperature; it's the humidity that gets yeah, you yeah. here. It's, so yeah. it's humid. They, that, that's the opposite of what they say in Vegas. But at least it's a dry heat. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like an air fryer. It's like walking into an air fryer over there. Yeah, you know, it's a dry heat. <laughs> you know, it's not a good not a good idea. The humidity's bad, but it's always bad down there in the summer. But it's not particularly bad, and that's what I'm concerned about. Okay, how is it in Kentucky, Ann? We've actually had a lot of hot days, but right now it's a calm 70 degrees, so uh, hoping for Absolutely maybe a cooler perfect. week. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are avoiding that uh, really bad heat that's hanging over everything and making everybody crazy, particularly out west, et cetera, et cetera. All right, and tell us about your job. You're the, you're the Discovery Education Senior Manager of Community Education, excuse me, Community Engagement, okay? And that's a that's a big title there that's important okay <laughs> yeah, community because I, I, I know discard i know steven and everybody there so well okay and uh well, tell us what you do with all this go ahead just, just give us the overview yeah for sure so i am lucky you brag to a little you can dis- brag <laughs> i get to run the discovery educator network which is our professional learning community at discovery education Uh, It's been around for 18 years. I have not been there for 18 years, but uh, the past three years have been lucky enough to lead it and work with our educators in our community and share resources with them and just kind of help them grow professionally and connect and learn more about Discovery Education. 
Okay, and actually, what you just said, you know, learn more about discovery education, but I have a feeling it's a little deeper than that, okay? And, and yeah. Becky, you know, you use discovery. Okay, your school uses discovery, obviously. You know, but it's, you, 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 being in a network allows you to talk to other people in the same position, all right? And, and I think that's important. You know, you, you have a lot in common with people in Idaho, teachers in Idaho. Uh, teachers anywhere in the country, okay, if not the world. And, uh, you know, they're doing things with the same products that you have, Becky. All right. Talk about why you're involved, so uh, why you got involved with the Discovery Educator Network, and uh, which is a professional learning community in general, I might add. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we all belong to learning communities, not just professionally. I joined a mommy and me class. My daughter has a <laughs> dog learning community with her fur babies. So I think we all have that <laughs> wait, wait, group are of the, wait, people. Wait a minute. Are the fur babies real or are these toys? I'm old. No, they're, they're real. She, she oh, no. doesn't so want kids, she has, so a she dog. has her dogs. And, she yeah, has a dog. And, I wasn't sure. I'm thinking like beanie babies. They're not real, you know. I wasn't sure where you were yeah. going with that. Fur babies, <laughs> no, real. No, no. Okay. Yeah, good. Got so it. I think learning communities are very organic and in people's lives, and we just really want to connect with others. Um, and so when I think about professional learning communities, the reason mm-hmm. I love this one, um, it's not necessarily driven by the administrator of our school or by my department chair or um, just by any any common exactly. goal or collective yeah. goal other than supporting each other. And yeah. we have the same resources in Discovery Ed, we're teaching lessons, and I love to, to talk about the lessons we're doing with teachers and discovery. The DIN community helps us really just point to those. Honestly, it sounds terrible to say, Larry, but if I fail at a lesson, it just kind of becomes a joke. Like, look how bad this went, and then everybody <laughs> – I mean, that's terrible to say, isn't it? I no, shouldn't say that no, as a teacher. No, but no, everybody comes in no. with so much support, and whether it's from Idaho or Canada or Mexico or exactly. England, and they've got strategies, and, and but they'll laugh with me. And that's really what teachers need. We need to feel like we're part of a community and having fun with what we do, exactly. finding people Thank who you. share that passion. You know, you said a couple of things that were very important there, Becky. First of all, failure. Okay, failure is always good. It's not bad. Failure is a good thing. Okay, unless you're flying an airplane. Okay, failure is a good. Yeah, failure is a good thing because you learn from failure. Okay, and some some things you may have a professional learning community. Everybody's doing it, but it's not right for you. That's not failure. That's just I tried something that didn't work. That's the end of it, and that's just. Fine. And the other thing that you said, which really struck me, the professional learning community, like the one at Discovery, okay, takes you beyond your particular school. It takes you beyond your principal, your vice principal, your department head, your, your colleagues, and, and gives you an eye into everybody else. All right. And, you know, we all get inbred after a while. You don't have to be that way in the world, the way the world is today. You, you're reaching out to a zillion people, okay? And the ideas from a zillion people are, are much better than the ideas from just your group. I thought that was very interesting the way you said that, okay? And I think that's <laughs> extremely important, I got to tell you. And I have to say, if, if an educator these days, and you said the third thing that struck me, I meant to say this, you guys are happy in what you're doing. 
because you're constantly learning about it. And in this day and age, and Becky, you know this, and Anne, you certainly do, there's a serious challenge with teacher retention. All right? Teachers are, not you, Becky, but teachers are leaving in droves. Okay? It's that simple. And if you're, you're happy at your job and feel like you're accomplishing something, you're not going to leave. Okay? You need ideas to flow. And, that, and in this day and age, a professional learning community allows you to get those ideas and share your ideas, which is equally important. Okay? Here, I did something good. Let me share it with the world. Okay, it's that simple. You know, so you said three things that I found extremely important there, Becky. And Anne, when you hear all that, how does that reflect on what you do as you run the Discovery Educator Network, which is the name, by the way, of your professional learning community over there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Discovery Education finds it so important to support these communities. It really, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously we support education and driving the future of it. Uh, We know that those students in those classrooms are going to be leading this world soon, so being able to support the teachers and supporting them is so huge. Um, But it also helps us a little selfishly stay on top of educational trends, stay connected with our educators. It's not Um, selfish. You know, we can help them grow. (laughs) We can help them grow in their practice. No, I have to explain that. I have to explain. I have to interrupt. It's not selfish. There is a tremendous (laughs) symbiotic relationship between the industry and the teachers, okay? Yes. If, if the two don't know what the other is doing, we're not going to get the right products. We're not going to get the exactly. right curriculums out there. You, you, as an education company, you discover, and I know you guys do this, you know, you have to be on top of what teachers need, what teachers want, or you're producing the wrong products. By the same token, okay, they, they will talk to you about what is needed, etc. Okay, and it gives them the sense that, that is, in fact, they are professionals. You want their opinion to create those products. It's a great, it's not selfish, it's symbiotic. And I think it's really, I think there's a big difference between the two of them. I really do. I'm very much interested, as everybody knows, in industry voice. The industry has a lot of great things to say, but it can't say it without the help of the profession. There, that's my speech for today. Thank you. Vote for Larry in, in November. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Thank you very much. I have two votes. It's two nothing right now. Okay. But that, really, that's the way I feel about it. You're right. It's not selfish, though. It's not selfish. It's good. It's yeah, selfish. For sure. yeah, it's good I mean, selfish. And like you said, they really help us mold our products and build our product roadmap and, you know, ensure that we are hitting their pain or not hitting solving their pain points and really yeah. you know, helping them in the classroom. So it's huge to stay connected with them. Um, and they're our biggest advocates and you know, that's why yeah, we exactly. stay connected. Exactly. Well, I'm going to jump in here too, Larry. And I'm just going to say, Becky, you know, like, I was in yes. leadership. I was in leadership and during the pandemic and moved mm-hmm. back into the classroom. And I think, Every administrator, <laughs> every leader needs to go back into the classroom for at least yeah. a semester or something. Yeah, but I will yeah. say the like Anne is saying it's selfish, but they listen to us. Den listens Mm-mm. to teachers. You know, mm-hmm. we talk and we talk about what we need and how the students are different. And that is one of the things that comes out over the last two years from Discovery Education from that network is that community that says, what can we do to help you? What do you need? And they were constantly asking that through the pandemic. And that's what makes that community special um, from the business side of it, I guess. It makes the teachers really feel like there's someone listening to it. 
Absolutely. And if they don't listen to the teachers, there's no business. And every company out there knows it. Okay. You guys are professionals. You know what you're doing. All right. It's, it's, it, yeah. it's amazing. And by the way, you said the word DEN, D-E-N. That's Discovery Educator Network, everybody, the uh, acronym. And thank you. Just the world of education needs another acronym. Thank you, Becky. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. No, that's okay. We love you. No matter what you say, we're going to love you here. Okay, you're wonderful. And yeah, you know, with all that said, let me go back to Anne for a second. Anne, how do you ascertain what's needed to do? What, give us a couple examples of what you guys do on, on the Discovery Educator Network, okay, and how you kind of learned about it and developed it. But just give it one or two or whatever pops into your mind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I think at the core, we are just looking for every opportunity opportunity to connect teachers with other teachers. So whether that's, you know, virtual meetings, virtual events, or in person, uh, we all just got together at ISTE a couple ago. Um, <laughs> Good. So just, Good. Yeah, so just really looking yeah. for opportunities to, to connect them with each other and connect with us, provide those networking opportunities and so forth. Um, we also, uh, in the next couple months, are going to be launching a new digital online platform for them to connect asynchronously, which I think is going to be huge. Wow. They'll be wow. able to upload their lesson plans and share ideas, kind of what Becky was talking about earlier, like, hey, uh-huh. I tried this. You know, I want to share it with everyone else. So we're super excited to provide that additional opportunity, um, just really for them to connect and learn and share with each other. And, 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 you know, you guys you guys just sell to a lot of school districts. A lot of school districts use Discovery products. Is, is, the, is the network open to everybody? How's, how's, yeah. how's the membership? Let me, I want to ask this the right way. How, is membership only open to those schools that are, or districts that are using Discovery products, or are they, is it open to everybody, that kind of thing? So you do have to have access to Discovery Education, but it can be any of our products, um, so mm-hmm. we don't limit it there. So as long as you have one of our products, you can join the Discovery Educator Network good. Um, and be instantly connected with others that are using it. That's excellent. And what's the most popular thing that people are checking out on there? Um, so I think it's the resources that we give them and the sneak peeks that we give them. We love to let them know before, you know, the product changes or, you know, new content comes in. I really think those sneak peeks are what they value the most because uh, then they can go prepare their schools and their districts and go back and share with each other as it goes live and they can be prepared. Um, I think that's probably one of the coolest features of the den. What, sure. what, what, what's the key sneak peek now, right now, these days? So we have some new content coming to our platform that uh, Discovery Education is producing, some new social studies uh, videos Ooh, that we're super excited about for grades yeah. three yeah. through five. Yeah. Great. Great. Good, good, good stuff. When does school start? Becky, when does school start? I get back next Wednesday. Oh, my God. Oh my God! When did yeah. you get out? Let's be let's be fair. When did you get out? Um, I, my last day was around June first. Okay, well, that, you know, I live up north. I've always lived up north, and we always go back right after Labor Day. So when people tell mm-hmm. me they're going back in early August, okay, I always go, "Wow, that's just uh, that's just amazing." Of course, I know you get out earlier, but still, it's pretty darn cool. <laughs> Okay, it's pretty darn cool, I got to tell you. And is the, I have to ask this: Is the school air conditioned? This is another thing I must ask. Did it, how do the kids do with that? 
Oh yeah, we have air conditioning. Yeah, <laughs> you take that for granted. You take that for granted. Believe me, a lot of school, no schools. I don't know if any schools up here that air conditioned. You know, because they're not in there that long over the summer. It's really interesting. I just find it really interesting. Good luck when the school year begins. Are you going to be teaching eleventh and twelfth grade again? I am. That's where my current assignment is. Of course, as a high school teacher, you never know. You could go in and they would change it, but. Yes, oh, really? that's what I'm slated to teach. <laughs> wow, wow. It, 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 it's just wild. What's your favorite thing up on, up on the Discovery Educator Network? Um, my favorite thing in the community? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just – Or whatever, however I you want love, to answer that. Yeah, yeah I love any time we get together. So we just had DNSI, and that's when – and I think there were how many people registered for DNSI? About 450. What, wait, but what is DNSI? What is DNSI? I know Dan, what's so DNSI? It's the Discovery Education Network Summer Institute. Ah, And thank you. it's two days of online learning. Um, we're virtual right now. Online learning, we have breakout sessions where we hear about new products and we see example lessons from other educators all over where they mm. share things they're doing in their classrooms with us. We have little breakout sessions where it's kind of a coffee chat, just sitting and talking and catching up with people that I've known for years. So mm-hmm. it brings me together with people, reconnect. Yeah. It really energizes me to go back to work because I was kind of feeling the stress of going back to work. But hearing well, that everybody else yeah. is there was amazing. So that's probably my favorite but, but, thing right now. Yeah, and that's a great – that's a must – I got to tell you, that's probably the most important thing these days. I hate to say it, but you heard me mention about teacher retention prior to this. And you were just saying, mm-hmm. excuse me, let me cough this out here. <laughs> Pardon me. Okay, and you were just saying, you know, you were under stress, you know, and a lot of teachers said, do I have to go back this year? Okay, I don't know whether I can do it again. I mean, it's happening all over the country. It's really, it's, it's scary because there's not a good pipeline of educators, you know, and people are always thinking about that. It's a stressful job. But when, you, when you're with other people, okay, like this, and not just in your school, I'm talking about other teachers from everywhere, you find out, you, you find out what a good job it is, how, how successful other people are doing. You were able to share your successes, and before you know it, Okay, you're back in a great frame of mind. Okay, and, our, and once again, a good starting school and a powerful teacher. Right? Am I right or wrong? You're right. Thank you're you. so right. And Just I, because I, I, by the ladies and gentlemen, I paid her to say that because I'm the host. I'm always <laughs> right. Right. You're always right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's okay. Can I? Can you please send a letter signed by both of you to my wife because she thinks I'm wrong all the time for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's that simple, you know. Um, and what's what's next on the horizon? Okay, what what's 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 the next things coming up? And how do you? I mean, well, just I'm curious how you put all this together. I really am. Do you hear from your sales reps what's needed? Do you do you hear from the teachers? Well, how does it all come together? Okay, and how do you get it up there with everybody? It's it's hard. It is, Man. yeah, and especially it is hard. coming out, of, it is especially coming out of the pandemic. You know, we're kind of yeah. resetting some of the things that we do. We know, as Becky said, education has changed. So, you know, we're obviously always Ooh. listening to the teachers. But yeah, I definitely am talk, hearing from our sales reps and our customer success reps to see what they're hearing in the field yeah. and what 
you know, people are wanting. And I think, you know, as we head into back to school, this is really the time that we ramp it up and ramp up our support for our educators. Um, So, like I said, we're about to launch that online platform, um, looking at scheduling some professional development sessions for our educators. You know, yeah. and they may not necessarily be about DE because we are committed to the whole educator and really helping them grow Thank professionally. I know that. I know that. Yeah, yeah for That'd sure. Be- um, we are going to launch some book clubs for them to connect virtually wow. and also grow professionally. Um, and, you know, I mentioned the sneak peeks earlier. We also have lots yeah. of feedback sessions that they can join um, to help us kind of grow the future of discovery education. Um as well as writing for our blog, sharing their best practices. So it's really just kind of putting up that menu of things that they might be interested in and letting them kind of pick what they want to do and how committed they want to be. You know, the, the awesome thing about professional learning communities is you can do whatever, whenever, whatever fits your needs at that time. So maybe you're in a season that's really busy and you can't fully commit. That's fine. You can pick pieces that exactly. can still support you. Or if you are, you know, ready to dive in and ready to share, you know, there's other types of op- bigger opportunities that you can take advantage of and more connections. So that's what I really love about professional learning communities is, you know, you can be as big or as small as you want in that community and still get something out of it. It's good. How old is how how old is the uh, professional the, the Discovery Education Network, Dan? Yeah, we just celebrated 18 years. Wow. Yeah. 18 years. So it started, what was that, 2002 it started? 2005. Yep, we started at... I can't do my math. Becky, help me. I can't do my math, right? That's okay. Okay. I was a math teacher, so I can help you too. Thank Um, you very much. It's a fraction. (laughs) I'm not real good at it. Look at my checkbook. Okay, don't tell the IRS. Okay? And... That's my wife would die laughing. You heard that, okay? You know, eighteen, you're two thousand five. Social media wasn't like crazy big back then, all right? No. And, 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 and this is pretty interesting. Well, I, I'm curious about this. What percentage? And I hope it's high. I, mean, I don't even know if you know this. Discovery deals with thousands and thousands and thousands of teachers. Okay. Do you happen to know the percent? I, I hope a lot of those teachers are taking advantage of this. Okay. Because they are. Really, it's really key, you know, and they have to. Yeah. And it's hard to get people to do that, especially at the beginning. You know, what the hell is this? Okay. But <laughs> you get the teacher eye roll. Becky knows that. Oh, here we go again. All right. This is not that. Okay. This is something that's really good and it really works and it's really important these days. Okay, it, especially post-pandemic, as you guys mentioned. What, do, you, do you have any idea how many people are in the network? I didn't even ask that. How many? Yeah, so um, it grows every day. I think when of I looked course. on Friday, we were up to about um, 1550. Um, so super excited about that, and it continues to grow. Um, we did do a reset a couple of years ago um, just to kind of have people recommit and, you know, re-sign up and, make sure that everyone is accurate and up to date. So we're continuing to grow, but um, it's a great group. We have a lot of people that have been around for those 18 years and even 10 years. And then we have so many new people that have joined us recently that we're just thrilled to kind of bring into the community and share um, and continue to grow it. Becky, how long have you been in there? 
Um, I think I started around 2009, 2010. Wow. But wow. I was kind of sat on the sidelines for a few years <laughs> before I jumped in. Okay, and then the jumping in worked out. The jumping, the jumping in worked out. And we have to go, but I have to ask you one question, Becky. You mentioned your daughter and her dog, her fur baby. Am I correct? Yeah. What's the do- what is the dog's name? She has a red cattle dog named Baby. Baby, and what is a red a red cow dog? Did you say cattle dog? It looks cattle like a dog, coyote. Even worse. Yeah. Are you familiar with this breed and the cattle dog? Um, only because of Becky's daughter, but I hadn't heard oh, okay. it until then. <laughs> what, it looks like a coyote? It does. It looks like a coyote. It's got its own TikTok channel and everything. Yeah. It's almost famous. <laughs> this is Baby. It's like Emily's baby cattle the dog red or cattle something? Dog. Baby the red cattle dog? I think so. Okay. How old is Baby. About two, I think. Well, baby's a baby. Okay, this is really baby is good. A baby. I don't tell your daughter that baby is now world famous. Okay, I will this let is the her stepping know. stone. This is the stepping stone to baby's world fa- world fame. Okay, literally. <laughs> I will let her baby. know. Thank you. This is good. <laughs> this is wonderful. I got to wish you, and it's going to be a great year for you. And but Becky, you start school next Wednesday, ten days from now. Just enjoy the rest of your time off, and you have a great year. You take good care of those kids down there. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you both. Doing a hell of a good job, i got to tell you. And doing a hell of a good job. <laughs> and does a great job. Yeah, she, <laughs> uh, you know, actually, I'm glad you said that because I can hear in both of your voices how enthusiastic you are for this. And I think that's really, <laughs> really nice. Okay? It's really good. So have have a have a great school year, both of you. Okay, thank you both. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Larry. No, uh, you're welcome. Bye bye. Okay, what lovely ladies, and they're so nice to talk to, and they they sound so excited. Okay, the Discovery Education Network that's run by Ann Crilly. Becky's a member down at Pine Lake Prep, a K twelve school in Mooresville, North Carolina. Okay, where she's an AP teacher and the instructional technology specialist, and she has a dog. Her daughter has a dog named Baby. All right, we're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. Share it with friends if you want to go over there anytime and listen to it. And if you want to get in touch with me, it's Larry at ace-ed.org. Everybody, have a happy Monday. We're getting close to school starting. <laughs>